Breathing in air, the fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there The real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair Cause greedy people seem Welcome to the voices in my head The intro and outro music is West and Coast by the High Council You can check them out on SoundCloud Welcome back Yesterday I did a podcast on companies having customers falsely arrested. There was one case of American Airlines had provided information to Dallas-Fort Worth police that they identified one of their passengers as shoplifting when clearly it was not the passenger. And the passenger ended up in jail for almost, I think it was 17 days. Then I discussed where there were hundreds of Hertz customers falsely arrested because Hertz reported vehicles as stolen when they were not, in fact, stolen. They were either returned and then lost within the Hertz system or Hertz had a vehicle that was reported stolen and they rented it out to an unbeknownst customer who then got pulled over and arrested for driving a stolen vehicle, even though that customer had in his possession the Hertz rental contract showing that he just rented that vehicle. And then the next day, I come across this article where the same thing pretty much happened with a U-Haul customer. I'm on KTNV News out of Las Vegas, which is the ABC affiliate, ABC 13. The headline of this article is 13 Investigates U-Haul Customers Jailed Over Company's Mistake. This article is dated June 3rd, 2022. And it goes on, um, they, they make it a little bit more personal talking about the, the couple that were arrested. Basically, what happened in this article is U-Haul had the wrong plates on the truck. So they had the, the couple rented a U-Haul van. They had their personal possessions in it. Unbeknownst to them, the license plate on that truck did not belong to that truck. It belonged to a pickup truck that U-Haul owned. U-Haul reported the pickup truck stolen 18 months earlier in 2020. So the couple is driving around with this U-Haul and they assume that U-Haul makes sure that the tag on the license plate on the truck belongs to that truck. Where the young man and his girlfriend's father were in the truck getting gas, had all their possessions in it. While they're pumping gas in their police vehicle is at the gas station, they have a routine procedure to where they run any U-Haul truck they see because they say they're stolen a lot. Well, it comes up that the tags return as stolen. Obviously, the tags do not match the truck because the tags belong to a pickup truck. So they arrest the young man and his girlfriend's father for driving with fictitious plates on the truck because clearly the the tags do not belong to the truck. They spend a little time in jail. The young man, for some reason, pled no contest in court. I am assuming he did not have the money, nor his girlfriend's family had the money to hire an attorney, get bail, do whatever. They're at the mercy of the public defenders. And this is a case with a lot of times when people do not have money to hire private attorneys, that they're they're at the, the mercy of the public defenders. Most likely, he probably got let off with a slap on the wrist since this was is probably his first offense. And the DA probably realized that the, the fact that the tags belong to U-Haul, but not to that U-Haul truck, the DA should have known that the, the kid was innocent, did not have any problems with this. However, they still pressed forward. The kid then pled no contest just to get it over with. Probably got time served, maybe a small fine, slap on the wrist, a little probation. He just wanted to get back on his life. 
Well, they finally were able to find an attorney to take this case because they wanted to sue U-Haul. U-Haul actually acknowledged in their letter back to the attorney saying, yep, we know we screwed up. We had the wrong tags on that truck and we didn't follow our process because every time that truck is checked in or checked out, they're supposed to validate the license plate number. You know, to me, the process should be make sure that the truck you're giving them, the VIN number matches what's on the contract and the tag matches what's on the contract. I'm sure a lot of these employees are just going through the motions. They just say, yep, the truck number matches. That's truck 58. I'm not going to go through the other hassle of validating that that is the correct truck. I just know it's 58. So here's your paperwork. Here's the keys. Go on your way. So you all acknowledge their mistake. So here in, I'm back, I'm going to actually read from the article. It's actually getting into the, the, the details of the settlement. It said, in U-Haul's settlement offer to Nick, which is the young man that was arrested, the company admits the wrong plate was on the truck, apologizes for the, quote, unfortunate incident. Uh, getting falsely arrested is not an unfortunate incident and makes an initial offer of $3,500 and a pre-signed liability release only the signature on the document they sent to that they sent is in Sarah's name, which Sarah is the girlfriend. And the, however, the truck rental contract is in Nick's name. Now, this pre-signed liability release is a contract that says, "Hey, if there's any legalities, we're going to go to arbitration rather than to the courts." Arbitration will always favor the company uh, side because the arbitration is just trying to resolve the case as quickly as possible. We're in a lawsuit. You can drag out a lot of legal fees, make it very costly for both sides. And if you know you're in the wrong, you're more concerned about running up millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars of legal fees. And then you still have to pay out. And then you have to pay the other side's attorney's fees. So they would rather have liability. Sarah, the girlfriend, said, that's not my signature on that document. So somehow you all then, it appears, was trying to scam the legal system by falsifying a signature on there. However, they had the wrong person. They had Sarah's signature on there rather than Nick. Nick is his name on the contract. He's the only one that's bound in the in this agreement with you all. Sarah is just an innocent bystander. She has nothing to do with the rental agreement with U-Haul. So their attorney got involved and actually there was a settlement. No one can talk about it. I'm sure it is worth a lot more than $3,500 considering what was at stake here, being arrested. And I'm sure the father-in-law is probably suing, or I'm calling the girlfriend's father, is also suing because he was arrested and he just he was just along for the ride. Also, all their possessions were stolen that were in the truck. No one knows what's happened to that. They, they've had a lot of, um, they had a lot of financial documents in the van. There has been stolen identity. Their identity was stolen because obviously you got social security numbers, bank information, enough information that people can steal identity. Uh, ashes of a parent was in the U-Haul that's now disappeared. They just had a lot of all their personal items have disappeared somehow through this incident. Pretty scary when you see what's going on. As far as me, I mean, when I talked about the Hertz incident of how they report vehicles stolen when they just can't find them, even though they have just rented them out a week before. And then with this case that they had reported this truck stolen a year and a half ago. So that means over a year and a half of renting this vehicle out, no one has double checked that license plate number. 
I mean, that should be standard procedure. Anytime you have that contract, as you're reviewing the vehicle for damage and marking down whether any damage is leaving when that vehicle leaves, if there's any damage, and also when it comes back, the first thing you want to do is check the license plate. Make sure I have the right vehicle. I'm filling out the right form. I just can't go by the truck number that's on the outside of the truck. I have to make sure it's VIN number matches and the tag matches. Obviously, it didn't happen, so you have... Back in my assessment from yesterday's podcast is a lot of employees just don't care anymore. And part of it, part of me says, I can't blame them. They're treated like crap. Companies do not value employees anymore. They will outsource jobs. They will lay off or eliminate positions of their higher paying workers just to bring in lower pay workers that do not have the skill. We saw Circuit City do that years ago, which put them out of business. That is a standard practice that companies do. Best Buy did the exact same thing uh, probably about a year ago. They got rid of all their high paid employees, cut their staff and kept their low, lower paid employees. One, one thing I've learned from this is whenever I rent a car, which happens about once or twice a year, before I leave, I want to make sure that the information on that rental contract, the tag, and if I get the VIN number, all matches. I want to make sure that all matches. Now, they could still report it as stolen. I can't stop them. But I at least want to make sure that I am not driving a vehicle that license or VIN number does not match my contract because then I could still be accused of stealing a vehicle. Uh, if you rent a car, I, I highly recommend you do that also. Not legal advice, just some practices just to make a little bit harder for something to go wrong. At the same time, I realize something could go wrong. And if it does, I am going to lawyer up and sue the crap out of whatever company I rent from. Once again, it just this is a pattern I'm seeing with, it started with Hertz a few months back with their lawsuits. We saw it with American Airline. And I wouldn't be surprised if I come across more of these over time where companies falsely accuse somebody of stealing, especially these rental car companies, or they identify the wrong customer as committing theft within their store and an innocent person is arrested. Once again, very, very fascinating, very scary article and a pattern that I do not like, a very disturbing pattern. Hope you found this interesting. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Pocket is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stopping the sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting the line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.